All right, it's Josh Culley here, host of the REI Marketing Weekly, and man, am I excited to announce to you guys a brand new book that is actually coming out very soon. It is available for pre-order right now. It's called the REI Marketing Book. It is literally just a collaboration full of nuggets from 50 of the top real estate investors in the country. It is 100% geared towards helping you with your marketing and your real estate investing business. And how do you get a hold of it? Well, you can simply go to reimarketingbook.com to get a hold of that. Right now, it is available for pre-order and should be published within the next couple of months. So make sure you go grab your copy. We've spent a lot of man hours putting this book together for you guys that is just jam-packed full of nuggets and bits of information about how these guys run their marketing in the real estate investing business. So make sure not to miss out on that. Now let's go ahead and jump into the REI Marketing Weekly for the Who's Crushing It segment. Make sure to take notes and let's make it happen. All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the REI Marketing Weekly. It is your host, Josh Color with Color Media and REI.video. And I'm super pumped to have a special guest on the show, Max Jimenez out of Phoenix, Arizona. And man, I'm super pumped on? to have Max on the show. This guy is <laughs> one of the coolest dudes that you will ever, ever come across in me. And uh, you and I met for the first time at um, Collective Genius, officially, Matt, you know, shook hands officially, at Collective yep. Genius yep. Uh, when we were out there in Scottsdale, your neck of the woods. Um, yep. And we yep. did, we even did a little interview uh, your, your, uh, <laughs> for your real estate disruptors crew. Um, yep. So I was really, really pumped to meet you there. And then, um, you know, obviously having you on the show here, I'm really excited. So Max, what is going on, man? How you Likewise. doing? I'm doing excellent, man. Exceedingly better every day. And, you know, I, I appreciate you for having me on. Um, it's an honor of mine. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, um, I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to be here. And, you know, one, one of the things that you said there is when we officially met, right, shook our shook hands over at CG, which was uh, here in Scottsdale. That was that was awesome. I know it was we did an impromptu uh, 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 video, right? It was picked you up. Let's, yeah. Hey, Josh, you want to go shoot a video? You're like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, I was like so excited because um, I'm always preaching like document content. Like those of you who are listening know that I'm the content yeah. marketing guy for real estate investors. Yep. And I'm always preaching like document, document. If you got something on the sleeve, on the cuff, right then and there, then just do it. Don't have to worry about, you know, what Steve Train does and setting up in a like <laughs> podcast studio. No, you can just do it right oh, in the yeah. hallway at an event. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly, cool. exactly. Yep, yep. So I'm, I'm super pumped to have you on the show today. Um, awesome. and, and I know, so we've had Steve Trang on the podcast prior to, um, as actually way back when, uh, before even COVID hit, we even have him in the REI marketing book that's come out. And yep. uh, so you guys have a good relationship there. And I'll probably have you talk about that just a little bit, because I'm, I'm sure most yep. of the listeners here know who Steve is. Um, but uh, do us a favor for those of the people that don't know who you are, introduce yourself. So a little bit about who you are, what you do now. Um, a little bit about your relationship with Steve and then um, kind of how you got into real estate. Spend about uh, you know a minute to two minutes spending on this sure. and then we're going to hop right on into the topic today, which is niche lists. I'm super pumped about this topic, guys. So stay tuned. Yeah, me for too. Me too. I love talking about that. But yeah, um, you know, Maxi Menace, I'm, at, I'm in the Phoenix market uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona, you know, the, the least competitive market in the country. <laughs> There's nobody there. Uh, yeah, there's nobody there, right? Uh, and like Josh said, you know, uh, my business partner with Steve Trang, we uh, officially are partners on on the real estate side, which is Max Cash Offers. Um, and then we're business partners all, as well on real estate disruptors. Uh, we've been business partners for about three and a half years, but I know Steve for about six years. Um, you know, I got into real estate in 20, I want to say early 2015, late 2014. 
you know, started learning from guys like Sean Terry, uh, you know, cause Sean Terry is also in, in this market. So mm-hmm. it was great when I first got started cause I had him in my backyard. So I would go yeah. to his office, his meetups. Oh, so I Fe- learned a lot. Phoenix is like guru town, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it competitive in actually doing deals in real estate itself, but also it's the guru capital of the world. That's right. And it's where every fun and everybody comes and tries to see if this works for real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And yeah. And so, yeah. So I got into uh, wholesaling. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur. I always try to at heart, never knew what vehicle, I, what I was going to take. And I had a friend of mine that was involved some way, somehow uh, in real estate years ago, but then the market crashed, all that good stuff. And then the market started going back up, reached out to him. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I started doing some research. Let's get into it. And then unfortunately uh, he passed away about a year later. So didn't really get to, for us to work together, but uh, I, I took him and I ran with it. And then, uh, you know, the crazy thing is that, um, uh, you know, uh, I met Steve through a job posting and I, you know, I came to work for Steve and then I was still doing wholesaling on the side. And then three months later, I got my first deal towards the end of 2015. And then I said, Hey, Steve, I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> I'm going on my own. But then a year later we partnered up. So that's kind of where we're at right now. So business partner, it's been great, man. I, I think we've done some really great stuff, not yeah. only right monetary, not only it, our business, but I think we've made, you know, we've given back, we've done a lot of good yeah. stuff and I'm very happy where we're at for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't have to speak about real estate disruptors at all. Most everybody that's listening knows about yeah. real estate disruptors and um, not just that it's a podcast, but you guys got some incredible programs, especially on the sales side of things too, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that maybe we could talk about a little bit later on. But sure. um, today I want to talk about niche lists. So when we were having a conversation prior to the episode, like starting to record, um, I asked you what is a good topic of conversation, something that you guys are going after right now. And obviously you guys being like, you know, some really big influencers on that side of things in the real estate world. A lot of people know and look up to you guys and want yep. to do what you do, that kind of thing. It's uh, it's really important for you guys to kind of hedge the way and be pioneers yeah. in like, hey, if, if something's saturated in marketing inside the real estate industry, what can we do different or better? Maybe yeah. not even necessarily opening a whole new channel, just utilizing what we already have, but just making it more efficient and better and what we're doing. So um, this is where I'm getting like really, really tight on with real estate investors. It's like your, your lists are the source of your leads, but you have to be careful because if you have access to a, a general list, whether it's from the courthouse or whatever it is, like from an actual list source provider, that means everybody else in your market has that same list unless you have mm-hmm. a licensing agreement with the, the data provider, but even that can be real expensive. That's hard for somebody yeah. that's, you know, not, exactly. not closing two, three wholesale deals a month. So let's yeah. talk about this niche lists. Like what, what, first of all, made you move into that direction? Um, what are some things that people need to actually be looking out for? I know we were mentioning some platforms that you guys use as well. So feel free to mention what yeah. those are. And then we'll kind of go into how you guys are actually utilizing that to bring more yeah. efficient leads in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, about, I want to say about two years ago, we ended up two, maybe two and a half years ago, we ended up buying the, the whole County, uh, for, for Maricopa County here in Phoenix, which is the biggest County in Arizona. And so, but that came from a general source, um, you know, something like a, um, uh, list source or something like, uh, I can't remember the other name of that one. Um, it was something data, uh, Adam data. I think it was Adam called data. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Very general, you know, uh, six year ownership and, um, you know, and, and, you know, 19, what, uh, the year of the property. So we bought it, skip traced it. Uh, and we went in on it with two other individuals. That's another great tip there. You know, if you're, 
you know, if you're wanting to do something at that scale, you don't have to do it by yourself. You know, a lot of people think that they need to do all this by themselves. And here's the thing is, it's all about timing. You know this, right? It's all about timing. You, I can have a, the same person. You could have the same, the same phone number, same name. I can call them today. They might not answer. You call them tomorrow. They're going to answer for you and they sell to you. Yeah. So it's all about yeah. timing. So we did that and we actually used that list for about a year a year and a half. And so it worked well. This was back when texting was still, you know, at his all time high. And, and we were using that list for that specifically in cold calling. But as you know, the market as, as it started going up, as it started to, to uh, grow, and then you had a lot more individuals get into the game per se, uh, you know, started getting a little saturated, right. With your general list. Um, and again, uh, I'm a big believer, no matter what, it's all about timing. But at some point, you got to make that turn, like you said, at some point, yeah. you got to figure out, because there's always two issues, right? It's always data and conversion with, yeah. with most companies. So the first thing that we did, we, we weren't having a conversion problem per se, because obviously, you know, we've been, we've been sales training professionally now since 2018. And so um, it started to become a data thing. Are we hitting the same data? Is it, is it, is it getting too saturated, if you want to use that word? So last year around, I would say November, December, uh, Steve attended CG uh, by himself and we met, you know, obviously, um, uh, I think it's uh, Chris Richter, right, who owns Adentech yeah. and then uh, Jason Lewis who owns Investor Machine. Um, so then Steve came back and he's like, hey, um, there's this list called Adentech list and we've heard about it before. We just didn't know exactly what it was. So, you know, and we talked a little bit about it and we said, well, Let's let's wait because we had talked about it. He went, I think, somewhere in May or June of last year. I can't remember. And then we didn't make that decision to make that switch. So about November or December of uh, 2020. Um, and so again, this goes going back, right? Like you, 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 you still can pull general lists. You still can pull, you know, uh, data even from directly from the county. The, the thing is that you gotta shift when markets start to shift as well, especially with your data. Um, we weren't getting to the county data fast enough. We had VAs actually who were pulling data from the county directly as well. And so, but it, it, you need an army. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. By the time we got that data and by the time, you know, it, it just wasn't fast enough. Um, so what do we do? Um, so then we went back and looked at that source that, that you know, Adantic and thank goodness it was still available. There was a license still available here in Phoenix. And so we made the switch to that and we've been using that. Um, and, and it's very niche, obviously, you know, them as well. Yeah. Um, and so far we've been using them since we started in December till July and obviously using them for different marketing channels. And then as of two months ago, we started using uh, a list called hot sheets, uh, that comes from, you know, uh, investor machine and those between those two, uh, it has been a game changer because now we moved away from, buying the stuff that's in your general platforms that's available to the public per se that you can buy on certain programs to where those things once they come out everybody has them to where now we're moving into some to now we're in involved in something more niche something that's not hit the market and the way we know this is what our sellers what our prospects are telling us we don't yeah. hear hey i'm getting a million text messages i'm getting a million calls um, every now and then we'll hear that it's not hundred percent proof, but overall it's been a great experience that, that we're having with those lists. So let's dig into this um, niche. Sure. I want to, I want to dig into what that actually means because you know, you and I, people have been in this for a while. We look at that and we're yeah. like, yeah, we know exactly what niche is, but um, right. there's people here that are, that are listening that kind of just, um, 
you know, they'll listen to a podcast. They'll, <laughs> they'll listen to a podcast. They'll watch a YouTube video and then they'll like yeah. actually go do exactly what the person's saying, but then they won't do their own yeah. thinking for themselves. Right. So Correct. we want to figure out what this is, is, is niche kind of defined as you just get a already mind list, like a, like somebody's already gone through and like filtered out all the garbage, the, this, this, the, the leads, the, um, the, the people that are on the list that really wouldn't qualify for working with you, selling their home to you, they're not motivated. Um, like what are some of the qualifications inside of that? Why is a niche list so much better than just a general list? Because we all know, like, you know, there, there's probably some gold somewhere in there in those general lists, but at the same time, if, already, if it's already been filtered for you by an actual data provider that is core focused in this industry, why yeah. not use that? Um, obviously yep. we could talk about cost too. Like it might cost a little bit more for that kind of a data, but ultimately if you're making it up on the deals and building the deals are what you're supposed to, yeah. then it makes sense. <laughs> right. So, so let's talk about like, what, what is, what sure. is the actual definition sure. of a niche? What, what, what are you Got going it. into with that? So here's the way I, I like to, I like to paint a picture, right? So, you know, people who dig for gold, right. You know, you, you look at what they do um, and, 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 you know, time evolves, right. So, Back then, there they didn't have this big machinery. Uh, you know, they didn't have the things that are available now for people who are out there searching for mining, right? For gold, um, it, it's all about how do you get to that gold faster, right? How do you get to it to, you know, do, yeah, you can go and buy that general list, and and I'm not here to say that there's no gold there, but now you got a, a bigger, you know, now you're you got to use maybe a smaller machine, you got to use even shovels, right? You got to get through that. that. I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah. So when, when you and a go lot of these, shovels at that and a lot of yes, them at that, that's correct. Correct. So I want to, I want to have someone that's using that bulldozer, you know, obviously he's grabbing that, grabbing that data. Um, and they're already, you know, it's already sift, but it hasn't been, you know, they haven't found the gold yet. They ha- they're not identifying what, what is gold and what's shiny, but at least now we know that they, this has already been surveyed. We already know that there's something in here. There's going to be something in here for sure, and it's not going to take me as long as to uh, to get to it. Now, um, there you can't get so on the general data, you can niche it down as much as possible if you get really good at using these general programs because they give you those options. The only the only the only thing with, with what happens a lot of times with those programs that are out for majority of the public is that a lot of, a lot everybody has them or they come out. 30 days after it's already been posted or yeah. even 60 days at, at most. Right. Correct. And time, so, time out. I want to take a time out for there just a second. Cause that's really important. Um, a lot of people will listen to that and like, okay, that's a good tip, but what am I going to do with that? The reason why it's so important, and I'm gonna let you chime in here. Um, the okay. reason why it's so important for that is because they may not be motivated by the time you get to them or their problem has already been solved by the time you get to yeah. them. Is that right to say? That's exactly right. Yes. A hundred percent. Correct. A hundred percent. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I think that's important to understand. You get that data. It's all about, you, you said it earlier. It's all about timing. It's, you know, and it, you hit it from a different angle, but it's the same concept. It's all about timing. You got to get that data fast and you got to get it in, in your hands at the right moment when they're correct. motivated and they still have a problem to solve. And if you get it exactly. even later, even, even 10, 20 days later, then it's yeah. useless at that point. Exactly. You know, uh, Jim Rome said, Hey, when do you, ha- when is the time to act when the idea is hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> when, when the yeah. thought is hot, because like it, 60 days, 90 days later, the, the, the thought of selling, it, it's just, it, it, it goes away. I mean, it dwindles down just like when we call and talk to them, the minute that they fill out our form on their website or the minute they call on a postcard and we don't jump on those. I mean, it, it, 
it goes away pretty fast. We're talking days in a matter of mm-hmm. days, um, you know, and that's getting into marketing a little bit, but, you know, kind of just to make an example of the timing, um, you have to, you know, get, be working with lists that are, are, are current, you know, that, that are not that old. Um, and that's why we switched in December because we looked into this and we're like, wait a minute. So, so the, the, the individuals that are on this list are, are, are prospect, our targets, what we're seeing here is that they're actually, usually when we pull a list, what we think about is criteria, which is a pre-foreclosure, a lien, medical situation, bankruptcy and all that. And, and that's kind of what we pull from. But a lot of times those things have been filed back, you know, 60 days, uh, you know, 90 days, even up to six months. So like sure. you're saying, you know, by then, by that time you get it is that, you know, it, it's already too late. Like they've already solved the problem. They've already had someone help them out. They got the solution, which is good for them, right? Good for them. If they could do yeah. that. That's awesome. Uh, they can save their house and, and keep it. That's great. So we, we, when we moved away from that, we looked at this, especially with the Dantex, right? The way they run it is they use the past to predict the future. A lot of these individuals are not based on criteria. So this is where it niches down. This is where now we're going to talk about a very high niche list is that they're following trends. They're following behaviors. And so that gives us a little bit of upper hand. They might not be in pre-foreclosure yet. They might not get a lien, but they're, they have certain traits and certain tendencies that are going to get them there. So why not be the first person to say, reach out, make contact and say, hey, I'm here to help. Um, so we saw that as a huge advantage. I mean, think about that. You know, I'm calling Josh. Josh, you know, I know that you're going to need to do a podcast here. I got this uh, equipment that's going to help your podcast. And, you know, just that's that's kind of, you know, you know, to try to compare it. So and that's the difference that we've been seeing. Like, you know, Max, you know, we call we call them. And they're like, hey, yeah. I have this situation going on and here's what's going to happen compared to like, here's what's already happened, but I already took care of it. (laughs) Yeah. They've already started to look for the solution. And especially in a market like Phoenix, they have a lot of solutions to pick from. It's it's, it's, it's a buffet that they could, they could choose from, you know, and that's, that's important. A hundred percent. And think about the conversations, how different they're going to be, you know, compared to talking to somebody that, it's been bombarded 90 days, six months prior to you contacting them to where you're just like, you know, maybe one or two people that has been contacting them. Think about the the quality. That's what we're looking for. The high quality conversation. Yeah. They're not, they're not fatigued by 30 postcards sitting on their desk in and yep. two or three text message every single day. Um, cold called every single day. They're yep. they're not fatigued and burned out by that. You know, and at, yeah, at that yeah. point, like yep. you know, once they've been marketed to at least three to five times, um, whether it's a week span or a day span, um, that's normally about the time period where it starts burning somebody out and they start like their guard is up. And as soon as you text them or call them, it's like f off, take me off your list, that kind of thing. And it's, exactly. It's, it's, exactly. How it is. It's it is. It's it is. It is. No, it is hundred percent. I I agree with that. And and one thing that and that's one of the biggest shifts that we've seen, especially uh, not only are they going to be fatigued, but think about your team as well. Like our team is super hyped to call. They, they love calling these lists. They love getting these leads because they're not being, you know, the, the pushback on, you know, we go to these appointments and we see, like you're saying, we see, honestly, the most I've seen is like three postcards, maybe two uh, nice. from that. Um, and, nice. and we used to go, you know, before we did that, there were stacks. Like I would have, yeah. this is the stack that I'm calling. I've been, I've been text message a hundred times or where the case may be, but your team's happy because they're, they're they know that they're going to be having high quality conversations once, you know, uh, switching over to these types of lists. Man, and that's important too. That's a, that's an aspect of marketing that a lot of people don't think about, right? It's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Most people think about marketing is like, it's all extra, like, like, what can I, what, what, you know, fishing rods can I throw out there with what hooks and what bait? And, yeah. and that's obviously that's marketing, but you also got to be thinking about the inside, you know, prospect, which is your team. And if yeah. your team is not, especially <laughs> you said it yourself, like, especially from a follow-up perspective, I mean, in CG, they yeah. preach this a lot where they're yep. like, do not have your salespeople or your acquisitions managers on the, the lead follow-up or the text blasting, yep. like, because a lot of investors have fallen into that. And I get, you got to start somewhere at some point if yeah. you're, if you're listening. Right. But at some point you need to have lead managers <laughs> and people that are actually, that's their job doing that. But exactly. with the approach that you have, it's almost like cutting all that out altogether. And you're just getting yep. super qualified people directly to your closers, which they're going to do their job best. And a good closer obviously is willing to take a no, like they could take a hit. Right. <laughs> but yeah. there's a certain point where it can burn them out where it's like, repetitive, repetitive, yep. repetitive. And 100%. And then 100%. you'll burn out your salespeople and your marketing team very easily by doing that. Cause it, it, it's like throw a dog a bone, right? It's, it's one of those yeah. scenarios. Like yeah. you gotta, there's gotta be some confidence built up, you know? Yeah. So throw it against the wall. Let's see if it sticks. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's the same, it's the same point of, you know, like you, you're, you're playing basketball and you, you know, miss, 20 shots and maybe you make one and you're like, that sucked. My day sucked really bad. And that's same concept for, you know, these salespeople that you guys are working with. So man, this has been incredible stuff, Max. Uh, I appreciate everything that you shared, but I'm going to have to shut it down, man. Unfortunately, we got to turn the lights (laughs) off, but we're going to, I told you, we're going to have you back again. This is, we we got another good topic to talk about. So that's an excuse to get you back on the show. So we'll do that. (laughs) Um, Max, man, I appreciate you sharing everything you have today. If, uh, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, learn more about what you got going on, maybe feed you some deals that they're in uh, the Phoenix market or even Oklahoma as well. Um, what's the best way to get to, uh, get a hold of you, get, get in contact. And then also, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the real estate disruptors training and whatnot you guys have going on there. So go ahead and drop all that. Yep. So the best way to reach out to me, and, and if you are using this platform is Instagram. Um, and my handle is, uh, at real Max Jimenez, just, like, uh, at real Max Jimenez. Um, I'm very active on there. Uh, I answer my messages. Um, maybe not on the same day, but I do answer all my messages. Um, and then, you know, on the, if, if for any inquiries, any, any deals you got that you want us to look at here in Phoenix, um, you know, uh, and then if you want to learn about our sales training program that we have, uh, you can go to disruptors.com. That's the West website, disruptors.com. On there, there's quite a bit of information. We also have a free wholesaling course that you can find on there, totally free, 100%. Uh, Steve runs that and basically also does a call for them. So, uh, you know, um, we, we, you can go on the website and learn and get more information on there as well for our sales training and also access to the free wholesaling course. Absolutely. And I know top dogs in the country are on that sales training. So if you guys want to be caught up with that, yeah. make sure you go take advantage. Everything that he mentioned yeah. is going to be linked down in the description below, guys. So make sure you uh, do connect with Max, go find out more about that. And in fact, we do have uh, an ad for real estate disruptors inside the REI marketing book, which I'll talk about here in just a second. So I'm a believer in these guys as well. And I've had many of my clients and people that I've worked with, um, you know, go through their programs and whatnot. So Max, buddy, I appreciate you jumping on, man. Cool, I look man. forward to having you back again soon. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on. It was awesome. All right, guys, that is going to do it. Uh, That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining in and listening today. Um, I did hold up the REI marketing book. So if you have not snagged this yet, about 210 pages that are 
chock full of tactics, strategies, techniques from 37 of the top real estate investors in the country, including yours truly, Steve Trang, um, is in this book. And like I just showed the uh, the ad there, he uh, sponsored the book as well. Uh, but there is an absurd amount of stuff in here, guys. So you can go pick that up for $8.97 at reimarketingbook.com. It's a free plus shipping offer. It's a free book. You're paying for the shipping. You're just going to cover the cost of it. And I'm dropping you into my marketing funnel. I'm going to remarket to you later. This is a marketing show. So we're going to teach you some stuff, guys. And so take advantage of it. But um, it's not any, by any means, is it's like a sales book or anything. There is a lot of info and stuff that you can take away from that. Um, so make sure you go pick it up, reimarketingbook.com. If you have not yet, make sure you have subscribed to the show. If you're on Apple Podcasts, now is the time to head over to the homepage of the show and leave a five-star review with your feedback. I would much appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening today and we will catch you on the next one. See you later.